Ellie Hansen, welcome. Thank you. It's great to have you. Great to be here. Before we dive in, um, tell me a little bit about who you are, where you're coming from, and uh, really excited to have you join us today. Well, I am Allison Hansen, Allie Hansen. I am the CEO and executive director of the Illinois Medical District. And if you haven't heard about us, I'm excited you're listening today because we're doing a lot of really great things. Um, my background is healthcare. So I've been up in Chicago for the last 20 plus years overseeing healthcare organizations, medical groups, uh, and helping with mergers and acquisitions across the Chicago land area. Nice. Yeah, it was great to be out and see the district. Um, it had been a while since I had been there. And also, if you take me to any Italian bakery, that's a hard invite that I can't turn down on Taylor. So um, just being in the district itself, t tell us a little bit about kind of the, the history of what the district is. And I think where it's going is a really great story. Um, so tell us just a little bit about the backstory, kind of pre you getting there. And then I'd love to hear more kind of of your vision and where things are going. Yeah, absolutely. So the Illinois Medical District, the IMD, was created by state statute in 1941. So we've been around a really long time. And really interesting, the original concept was industry, which ours is healthcare, surrounded by housing, further surrounded by green space. So we've really actualized on the industry and we're starting to actualize on the housing. Uh, we have more to do when it comes to green space, the quiet zone. So we are um, bounded by Congress to the north, uh, the intermodal or Pilsen to our south, which is 14th, 15th Street, and to the west, Oakley, so not quite to western, and Ashland. And within our boundaries, we have four hospitals, two universities, so many healthcare organizations supporting our uh, industry, as well as other services. So we have the Lighthouse, Urban Autism Farm, a lot of services for those um, folks who need uh, to be close to healthcare services. That's fantastic. I think it, this was such a timely conversation from our last one with Doug King, just on urban planning and design, because um, I think there's so much opportunity um, to be had in the district. And now you have four hospitals, I believe, correct? correct. In, in the district. And what are some of the, just let's talk about a little bit of the challenges. Cause obviously you guys have quite a lot of plans, uh, as to what you'd like to do with the district and, and your vision for, you know, I don't even want to call it revitalizing. Cause when you have something that's been around for, for since 1941, um, obviously changes can be a, a very good thing. Um, and obviously healthcare is always innovating at such a quick pace that I think it, it brings so much opportunity to do so much good in that community. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, what are some of the challenges that you're seeing in the district and maybe what are some of the things the IMD has in terms of your vision and the team's vision for, for growing that community? Yeah, when you think about it, healthcare, you usually don't have four hospitals within one square mile. Mm -hmm. uh, so competition has always been perhaps one of the things that's held the district back. You know, with the pandemic, with COVID, however, I really feel like the, the engagement of our hospitals has improved. They are sitting on advisory boards with us now, part of our councils, to really build the foundation of what do they see the district as for the future? You know, my I have a 
certification and patient experience. I'm passionate about the experience. That started when I went to Disney as a kid. And when my dad couldn't find the car, Disney would just say, what time did you park? And they would be able to get us to our car because they had already, you know, value engineered the organization to really respond to the need. And healthcare does that, but they do that inside their box. They don't think about often enough What's happening around them? What's the arrival like? What's the experience of their green space? So what I love about being part of the IMD is I can now come in and think about that shared community, that shared campus, and how do we build that and create that ecosystem that not only supports what they're trying to do as an organization, but supports the community that surrounds us. Well, I think it's great because it it just perfectly transitions from our last conversation with kind of urban planning and design and how so much goes into healthcare beyond just what's inside the box. Um, and, and to hear the term green space, I think we've all appreciated that much more since COVID and the lockdowns. Um, I think, you know, as much as I, I would love to refrain from keeping to talk about COVID, it taught us a lot. And I think it's still very relevant to healthcare, um, you know, and some of those innovative partnerships, you know, I think within the IMD are so valuable. And I think what's really cool is you, you mentioned a term when we met about kind of that live work play. Uh, what is, what does that mean at the district? I mean, obviously beyond just the doctors that are there in the care, you've got residents coming in to, to do fellowships and do training. You've got different partnerships within the district and the health system. So talk a little bit about kind of the the universal aspect of what that means within the district, because I think that's a really unique piece that maybe a lot of people don't know about the IMD. Yeah, absolutely. So live, work, play, and we had Tony learn because we do have so many students who are in the district for short periods of time, but then still have that experience of two miles west of Chicago. So for us, we have um, a master plan. It's available on our website. But from that, you know, master plans are enormous lofty goals. How do we break that down into what can we do this year? So we have a strategic plan that we have developed and will continue to iterate as we accomplish some of those goals that's in support of the master plan, but live, work, play, learn is embedded in that. So taking care of our community, taking care of the innovation and the life science ecosystem that we're living within, um, collaboration and forming collaborations and um, also creating, which you, you alluded to urban planning, a sense of place. And that's one thing, you know, you drive down Ogden, you're coming through the Illinois Medical District. We are, you know, right there, but you wouldn't necessarily know you've arrived. So creating that sense of place um, and that identity is, is one of our four pillars. So live, work, play, learn is embedded in all of that. And we are constantly in conversations with those people around us to help us get better. We want to create the type of community that you'd want to live in. And so that requires a conversation. Yeah, I think... On the topic of conversations too, what's cool about the makeup of the district is you have public hospitals and private hospitals. And I think that's really unique in such a small area in, in that one mile radius because very often they operate very similarly, but very differently. Um, and not to get into the inner workings of public healthcare versus of privatized healthcare systems. But, you know, I think that conversations and opportunities to collaborate are really valuable. And I think that's what really is going to benefit the community and what I'm impressed with, with what your master plan is. Um, 
What about the IMD is so unique with within the outreach that you guys are doing? Because I, I heard time and time again, when we met your impact and our dedication to the DEI, you know, and, and some of the things you guys are hoping to do within the community there, because you don't want, you mentioned, you don't want to revitalize that community and have people get pushed out. So can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. The, you know, Westside United, which is an offshoot of Rush, has been working on this for a long time. And we know there's an age gap, right, from the loop to the West Side. So the goal is to have it. So to cut it in half. Basically, there's a 16-year life expectancy gap between the loop and the West Side. How do we reduce that? And that's really making healthcare accessible, you know, and opening up opportunities and avenues for those communities around us. Most of the communities that surround us have been marginalized. And so really creating internships, apprenticeships, uh, and holding ourselves accountable to DEI metrics is a big part of our next step forward. Uh, I mentioned we have councils. We have eight active councils within the district made up of all the types of people that are passionate about uh, particular areas like arts, education, uh, infrastructure, and urban planning. And one of them is community liaisons. And our developers are required to hit certain DEI metrics if they're developing in the district. Uh, And we have brought those community liaisons and those DEI experts from our healthcare institutions uh, to sit together on a council and have conversations about how we can improve. And, And beyond that, you know, as the leader of the IMD, it's my goal to make sure we're not asking you to do anything we wouldn't do to ourselves. So we measure our own DEI metrics to ensure that we are representing our community, uh, that we are spending our dollars on not only the small businesses within the district, but looking for those 22 zip codes of hardship that surround us for any of the services that we need. Well, I think it's, it's really impressive because when you look at where healthcare is going, we talk a lot about integrated care um, and you kind of have integrated infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really something to be said when not only are you looking at, and I love the term inside the box um, because, you know, even though healthcare goes beyond that into that full ecosystem um, it's a challenging thing and can be overwhelming to look at both uh, as to how do we, how do we better provide care in the box but what we do outside of that box in the district really impacts how many people end up needing to go there. So I think that integrative infrastructure is really cool in a sense that, you know, you're bringing developers into the district and you're saying, look, there's a lot of opportunity here. It's, there's a lot of blank canvas opportunity here, but we have expectations in terms of our vision for this space. And I think what that does too is, is you bring in partners that believe what you believe. And that's what really makes that impact and makes generational impact. Um, you know, in terms of the, the district itself, we've seen a lot of development going to Fulton market for like lab life sciences and maybe people who are listening aren't really that familiar with the district. Can we talk a little bit about just kind of the availability of yes, you have the live, work, play, learn what types of facilities, infrastructures, development, design, are you, you know, envisioning going into that space to kind of give people a better picture of what the district is hoping to, to become? Yeah, we have, um, 
big plans for that. I think when I worked at UI Health for a period of time, that was one of the first things I noticed. And based on our zoning, we had a limited ability to do um, mixed use development. And while we have labs and we have a lot of the infrastructure, often it's hidden within our services today. So uh, what our plan is for the future is to continue to grow on our graduation space for life sciences. We have today affordable lab space for those startups that are coming out of the universities and the hospitals. We want them to stay here. We don't want them to go to the east or west coast or feel like they have to chase those supports. We want to be able to create that for them in the district and we applaud anything that's happening around us like Fulton Market or the 78s to continue to help attract uh, more life sciences to Chicago. I think our role to play is to really curate the district and we have the ability to do that because we control the zoning with DPD is to curate an environment that really supports the industry we have there. We don't have to attract, right? The universities and hospitals, they're already here in the district. We want to support that and we want to bring to them those types of services that will help them continue to self-actualize. And we also want startups that are in the district, and we have lots, to continue to stay in the district as they grow. So that graduation space of lab sciences, uh, office space that supports uh, those researchers are really on our plans for the future. But immediately, I think what I found when I was at UI Health is, and one of the doctors would say to me, Allison, I don't really have a good place to go for a cup of coffee, is getting those types of services in the district that would make you want to live there, right? Would make you want to work there. Um, so creating beautification um, projects, having amenities and food, uh, creating curb appeal, frankly, for the district is a high, a high priority because I think when you can see it, when you can drive through it and go, ah, this place is pretty cool, then you might think about parking your next business there. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely something to be said of the foresight of knowing kind of the generational changes um, from the perspective of, you know, me being millennial and then Gen Z's. They want that live, work, play. And I love that term, learn, um, because it it creates a cohesive life, I think, when, you know, walkability is something that's really valuable. And I think that living in a major city gives those benefits. Um but also the IMD, you have a little bit more space, even though you're not that far out. I mean, you're right there on the edge of the city, but being able to be spread out and have that green space, I think is really valuable too, because, you know, I lived in New York city for five years, some of the best healthcare in, in the country, arguably. Um, but outside of central park, you know, there's just not a ton of space to really stretch out. And, and also the affordability of that, um, because for the startups, you know, uh, having been a startup founder myself, it's challenging. Yes. You want to go to the Fulton markets of the world and be in, in the buzz, but also, you know, it, it, sometimes it's not practical. And I think that providing that opportunity and that space for people to do that, but then also saying, Hey, I could see myself living here or I could see myself walking my dog here. I could see myself raising kids here, but I think also kind of your vision for what you guys have done with the residents that are, are doing their fellowships and doing things with the, with the hospitals in the district you know, it's hard enough working those hours on call, but to be able to have your home being right there, I think makes the quality of life that much better. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Cause I think the residential piece was really a, a unique aspect that maybe people aren't aware of in the IMD. 
Yeah, we really didn't have a whole lot of housing um, when I was back in the IMD. Um, and now we have over a thousand housing starts that will come online by 2024. So these are apartments that are right on Ogden, right on Damon. They have all the amenities and we are working with our hospital and university partners now to talk about how do we make that accessible for students? How do we, you know, what price point does that need to look like? And uh, the developers for both the Lydian and Cadence, which are the ones that are pre-leasing now in the district, they're open to that conversation on how they can continue to attract and support the ecosystem that we have. Uh, we also have uh, Foglia residents that will be opening up through the Lighthouse for the Blind, Chicago Lighthouse. Um, they do amazing things, and this will be a, a housing that is especially for uh, the disabled or those who need additional assistance. Uh, and then uh, we have plans for additional residential to happen south of Roosevelt. So, you know, we partner with uh, all of these developers um, to not only support what they're doing, but also look for different ways to support them. So with the Lighthouse, we just supported their run walk in the district, the first run walk we had in the district that play aspect that's so missing. Um, we just had uh, over 300 registered runners and walkers and a really successful day, you know, highlighting for us that this is a missing component. We need things that people can do here on the weekends. And as that housing comes online, we want people to be able to enjoy what's happening right around them. So I think the future is bright in the Illinois Medical District. Everything takes time. And so it's a process to get there, but we do have a plan. I just can't believe how you keep it all straight. <laughs> I <laughs> well, mean, it's it's one thing to tackle just the healthcare aspects, but to have something as big as the IMD, I mean, it's a large district. There's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity to be had there, but um, I think it just, it's encouraging, but also encouraging to have someone like you at the helm who understands and values what you're trying to accomplish and, and trying to bring the right teams together to do that. Um, that collaborative as aspect of, not only the community, the healthcare, the DEI perspectives, you know, I think it really does take a village and it, what you're trying to create is essentially a village, you know, in, in, in its own right. So I'm very impressed by that. And are there any closing remarks that you want to leave us with? I mean, this has been really eye opening to just sharing with us a lot about what the district is, where it's going, what are your plans for it? You know, are there any closing thoughts you want to leave us with? Um, I think the main thing I'd want everyone to know is it, this is a village, right? There is a lot of different aspects that we need to improve upon and um, shine a light on that's already in a really good place. But the district has 28 or so acres of green space. So we are looking to continue to add to the district and bring services for our anchors. Uh, we're an opportunity zone, an enterprise zone, parts of our district are our TIF district. So there's a lot of reasons why a developer should think about the Illinois Medical District, or at least think about Chicago, right, for their next life sciences venture. Um, but at the end of the day, what's most important to the Illinois Medical District is the health and well-being of our community, really taking care of those that are there and giving them the live, work, play, learn, experience they deserve. And I'm really proud to be serving at the Illinois Medical District. It gives me a great opportunity to think outside of the box and, um, you know, continue to support those that uh, have really helped me in my career. I really appreciate the time and I look forward to having this conversation again in the future to talk about all that's going on since we've spoken. So 
I think the future is bright. Um, I think you've got a great team and, and a great vision. And I just really appreciate you taking the time to share it with us. Thank you, Tony. Thanks for shining a light on IMD. Yeah, thank you. Take care.